Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to a very special pre-Christmas Mysteries of the Unexplained. I'm your host, Annie Jingle Balls Gahan, and here is my co-host, Will Tinkerbell O'Hanlon. Strangers in the night. <laughs> That's not even a Christmas song, Will. No, it's not, but I think it's very uh, kind of a sexy kind of Christmas backing music as you're oh running God. around trying to get the Brussels sprouts and stuff. No, come on, you have to do better than that. Can you not? What's that one that you love singing at Christmas that um, Destiny's Child one? Doesn't it feel like Christmas? You used to oh, sing yeah, that yeah, to yeah, me yeah. in full. <clears throat> On the eighth day of Christmas, my baby getting a me. <laughs> Do you know that one? Where they say, my baby gave to me, but really it's my baby getting me. You my, are my a black woman inside. You, you, the whitest man in the world trying to do a, a, a sexy black lady is just so something that always makes me laugh because it's horrendous. I am not trying to do anybody. I'm just trying to mimic the voice of Beyonce. <laughs> Hello there, my little festive fiends. Um, I'm feeling really Christmassy. Only just today, only just hit me today. It's the 13th, the 13th of December. I was like, oh my God. Put up the Christmas decorations and um, have weighed down the trailer home with the Christmas decorations. If I put one more thing up, the, pl- the place will actually fall down. Uh, fucking love Christmas. I love a bit of Christmas and I always panic at this time of year that I haven't, like, that I'm, like, not Christmassy enough. So we're we're going to get in the mood with a Christmas mystery. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. Mysterious. Um, but before we get into our Christmas mystery, I want to say a big, special, happy Christmas and thank you so much to our little Christmas gnome, Alison Scott, over in Scotland. She has been a long time patron of the show and we just want to give her a shout out there. She's always supported us and I love you very much and happy Christmas and thank you. Now let's do this. A Christmas mystery. At around three in the afternoon of Christmas Eve, a few years back, in Edmondson County, Kentucky, an appliance store owner named Jake got a phone call. The phone startled him as it rang. He had just been preparing to leave for the evening and get home to his family and settle into the festivities. He picked up the receiver with trepidation, but little was he to know just how unusual this particular call out would be. Hello, is this Jake's appliances? Why, yes it is, ma'am. How can I help you? My name is Mildred Bailey. I was wondering if you could check my parents' refrigerator. Well, okay, ma'am. And what seems to be the problem with it? Now, Jake was less than excited about running out to find a blown fridge door light bulb or an overheated motor on account of how much food had been stuffed into the thing. He tried not to show his frustration, however, and in his gentlemanly southern style, he allowed the woman to ramble on. I don't know exactly. I just think there's something wrong with it. If you could go out to their house and have a look, I'd sure appreciate it. They're very old, you know, and I would... They're very old, you know, and it would be terrible if the fridge went out on Christmas. Well, okay, ma'am. Jake sighed taking down the address. Hey, isn't that just sad as Shelley beat Springs? He asked. Having been in the business for more than 30 years, he knew the area like the back of his hand. That's right, young man. That's the place. (laughs) Said Mrs. Bailey, giving him instructions to her parents' house. Jake went over the area in his head. Hmm, seems to me I know where that house is. Hasn't it been vacant for years? Oh, no, no, sir. You must be thinking of another house. That's Mom and Pa's house, all right. Sure as the sky's blue. Well, okay, ma'am. Sure thing. I'll be there just as soon as I can. Jake sighed as he hung up the phone. He hoped he could get the repair done quickly and get back home soon. And a little part of him was frustrated. But he sure as hell wasn't going to let an elderly couple do without over the holidays. After all, he thought, isn't that what Christmas is all about? He grabbed his coat and his tool bag, locked up the shop and got into his van. Still confused about the address, he knew most families in town and this lady hadn't been familiar to him at all. When he arrived at the house, he was more than surprised. He recognised it immediately, but the house wasn't old and run down at all. In fact, it looked pretty, with white clapboards and a well-tended little garden. Maybe a new family had moved in and renovated. He shivered in the cool night air as he rang the doorbell. An elderly woman opened the screen door and smiled at him. Why don't you come in? The old woman led Jake inside. Thank you so much for coming out here on such short notice. And on Christmas Eve too? That was real... (laughs) That was a (laughs) rude... (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> that was real kind of you. <laughs> My pleasure, ma'am. Jake smiled with old-fashioned Kentucky politeness, even though it was far from his pleasure, and he was dreaming of a cold beer and maybe a mince pie. As he entered the living room, he saw an elderly man lying in a small bed near the fireplace. The old man looked quite sick, and Jake couldn't shake the feeling that the smell of death hung over the house. Is that your husband? He asked the old lady. The lady sighed, shaking her head. Mm-hmm. That's Billy. He's been poorly the last few months, and he don't seem to be getting any better. Mm, what's his ailment, if you don't mind my asking? The old woman smiled sadly. Just the wasting sickness, otherwise known as old age. But shouldn't he be at the, the hospital or... One of those nursing homes? The woman finished his sentence, eyes sparking. Oh no, sir. Not on your life. If he ain't dead now, going to one of them places would surely put him six feet under. No, he wants to be at home and I want him here too. After all... We lived in this house near 70 years. That's right. We was married when I was 16 and him not two years older. 70 years. That's a long time together, ain't it? It sure is, ma'am. Jake checked his watch and looked over toward the kitchen. We ain't never been apart all them years and we don't aim to be now. The old woman continued. Yes, ma'am, Jake nodded. Now, about that refrigerator. Oh, for lordy's sake, of course. The old woman led him into the kitchen. I'm sorry for going on like that. It's just that, well, we don't get visitors. And it's so good to talk to somebody. Jake was surprised. Well, what about your daughter? My, my daughter? The old woman shook her head and her voice began to tremble. My daughter. <laughs> I'm just giving the well. stage directions that you gave me. Her voice is trembling. <laughs> it's been trembling earlier on too. And now you've told me to fucking tremble so there's going to be an earthquake of a sentence. My daughter's been dead these last 15 years. By now Jake was really confused. But figuring the old woman was a little screwy, and knowing that if he had asked more questions he'd be there until New Year's, he turned his attention to the refrigerator, an ancient specimen that wasn't even running. How long your refrigerator been on the blink? Hmm, don't know exactly. The old woman seemed quite vague. Jake opened the fridge, and to his astonishment, it was completely empty. Well, I'll be. There's no food in here. Nothing. No food, no drinks. How have you two been surviving? But the old lady just smiled. Never you mind. Just do what you have to do, son, and we'll be very grateful for your help. Jake worked on the fridge for nearly an hour. 
The thing was so old he hadn't worked on one quite like it, but he had a good head for these sorts of things. All the while he had the strangest feeling about the house and its odd residence. Just as he was almost done, a young girl in her teens came in. Immediately, Jake noticed that something wasn't quite right with her. But as she smiled at him, he felt a wave of intense love sweep through him and an inner voice said, You can't charge these people. She was from Cork. I don't know if you know that, but she was from Cork. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is this one? <laughs> she was an angel from Cork. Finally, he got the fridge running. Gathering up his tools, he was about to leave when the old woman took out a small purse. How much do I owe you, son? She asked. Nothing, Jake smiled. Merry Christmas, ma'am, to you and yours. Do you hear that, Billy? The old woman turned to her husband. He don't want to charge us a penny. Bless his heart. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Wait, the old woman has a stammer. The old man suddenly spoke, propping himself up on his elbow with great difficulty. We gotta pay you something. He insisted in a faint voice. You've been here a long time, son. No, no, sir. Thanking you all kindly, but I just couldn't accept. Jake went over to the old man and patted his shoulder. Just accept this as my Christmas present to you. It will make me very happy. God bless you. The old man whispered, sinking back down onto the pillow. As he drove home, the sun rapidly sinking behind the Kentucky hills, Jake pondered the strange experience he'd just had. Despite the fact that he'd been in the home and interacted with its residents, he was still certain that it was the same house he'd passed so many times. The same run-down, abandoned structure with the overgrown, trash-strewn yard, broken windows and screen door hanging by a thread. When he returned home, Jake decided to call Mrs Bailey and let her know that her parents' fridge was up and running. But when he dialed the number... He got a recording. The number you have dialed is no longer in service. Please check your number and dial again. (laughs) Bewildered, Jake called the phone company, only to be informed that the number had not been used for many months and they had no record of a customer named Mildred Bailey. Jake felt like he was going crazy. He put his beard down and got up out of the armchair where he was sitting, grabbed his coat and pulled it on. Where are you going? His wife asked. Dinner's almost ready. I've got to go back to that house. Don't ask me no more questions. I'll explain later. He got in his truck and drove back to the old couple's address. When he arrived, he was greeted by the old decrepit house so firmly fixed in his memory. The screen door was swaying in the breeze, hanging by a single hinge. The front yard was filled with rusty old junk. Moving as if he were in a dream, Jake climbed out of his truck and walked through the torn screen door into a completely deserted house. The smell of death and decay was so overpowering that he backed out the door, jumped in his truck and drove home like someone possessed. At one point he even got pulled over, but because it was Christmas Eve, the cop just gave him a warning and told him to get himself together. Who was Mildred Bailey? And who were the elderly man and woman who seemed so desperate for help and company on that eerie Christmas Eve? He didn't tell his wife when he got home, and she didn't ask any questions, seeing that he was rattled. In fact, 
It took him many years before he told anyone what had happened that Christmas Eve night. Jake believes that they were angels who had some mission to perform on Earth. Perhaps they were the ghosts of an old couple who refused, after 70 unshakable years of mutual devotion, to leave the only home they'd ever known together. Somehow, Jake had walked through that mysterious screen door into another time and place, visible only for a brief period, before disappearing once again into eternity. Oh my heavens. Merry Christmas, everyone! (laughs) (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this episode of As the World Turns. With multiple characters <laughs> and a bit of a touched by an angel vibe there. Um, I don't know who played Monica. Definitely, I think I was more Tess, and you were kind of Monica in in that that version. Oh, I was definitely. I was de- well. I think in life you're more Tess, and I'm more Monica. I'm young and Irish and beautiful with long, dark, flowing hair, and you're a somewhat snappy, snazzy older black lady. That's exactly who we are. Well, not really, but yeah. Well, I want to ask you something, uh, though. What? Doesn't it feel like Christmas? Doesn't it feel like Christmas? <laughs> it feels like somebody's fucking up to eyeballs and fucking cough medicine. That's what it feels like. That's I have been taking... Like. I have been taking a lot of medicine. I'm dying with a dose, so I am. But I wouldn't be one now not to release the podcast when I'm sick, you know? <laughs> this just a case of throwing out any old shite, is it? Is that, is that it? Sure, listen, I can't not... I, oh, Jesus Christ. It's a, I can't put out... I can't put out nothing, so I'll have to jimmy up a... As the world turns... I love this story. ...that they this left on the cutting room my... floor. About fixing this fridges. This warms my Christmas I cockles. This you. warms my Christmas cockles. You're <laughs> such a grin. Don't, don't you try dress this up with some fucking glitter. Willie the Christmas Grinch. <laughs> don't Willy, you try dress this up Grinch. with a bit of sparkling glitter <laughs> and a fucking bit of tinsel. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, bitch. That's how you live your life. Throwing glitter on you. Tr- fuck it up in a bun. Hope that everything works out okay. Anyway, sorry about the Grinch. Thanks so much for listening this week. Will is apparently going to be back with a with a very unchristmassy tale next week. It's fu- fucking fucking Grinch. Can't get over him now. No present. It's, it's the 13th of story. December. Not being You're not fun getting and a present. It's the 13th of December. You, bitch, you He's better get me. Bitch. Here. I'm reminding you. I'm reminding you early this year as it seems to be your um, run to excuse every year. Oh, I, I, yeah, I forgot. I didn't know we're doing presents. We're doing presents. Get me one. Thank you so I'm much. And um, if you'd like, <laughs> if you'd like to follow us on any of the social medias, then follow us. I can't remember what they are. After what three years is it? Three or four years? <laughs> three or four wait, years? Wait, wait. I think I hear. I think I hear. I, I, I hear jingle bells in the sky. It's Santa. Thanks so much for thanks so much for listening. In the words of Annie Gan, fuck it up in a bun. <laughs> and this is this podcast isn't called the title isn't called Fuck It Up in a Bun. I'm gonna riot.
I think that we need to explain to our peeps out there what fuck it up in a bun is. Um, maybe we did before once, but like me and Will used to like work in hairdressing, and you know, like some days, like you just can't get your hair doing what you want. Like it's just not going to, and you're like, what? Up, down, straightened, non-straightened, ponytail, and it's the, always the answer is mm. just fuck it up in a bun. Just fuck it up with a bun up on top of your yes. head. It'll be grand. It's the it'll universal. Always look it's kind of cool and sassy. Fra- for Won't it, will? it basically means like fuck it. It'll be grand. It'll be. It'll grand. be grand. Just throw it up in a bun. Fuck yeah, it up in a bun. It'll be fine. Yeah, if you'd like to do us a Christmas favour, just recommend us to a friend or you can leave us a little review. That's all we want for Christmas is a review. Oh my god! Oh my god! No, no, you can't. No, you can't. You're very welcome. I love to, I love to frill Christmas hearts with cheer. Um, until next week, with Will's apparently better Christmas story. Well, it's not going to be difficult. It's not going to be difficult. Uh, stay safe and feel festive, and join us next week when we delve into another mystery of the unexplained, plains, 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 plains. I don't know what you're talking about. That's really good. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.